moving to oneness. Nourishing curiosity. Embracing differences. Becoming one. right over my porch so beautiful so magnificent the flowers are plentiful pink white with a center of yellow orange and that on the backdrop of this a little bit olive teal blue green which helps again this bluish pink to pop up magnificent inviting me to sit under it and i did today is the sun is shining we've been waiting for a long time for this nice weather here in germany and also there's a bird feeder below the birds really love that shaded sheltered area but why did i want to mention that to you first of all it's beautiful really beautiful this huge arch I can stand under it, right? And then in one spot it almost touches the floor or the wood of the porch. So I was thinking, are we showing ourselves so beautiful, so magnificent in our way? Are you showing yourself this way to the world, the way you are in your own magnificence? So let's explore this today on the Moving to Oneness podcast. Hello, I'm your host, Mylene Elke. Yeah, what is so interesting, it's a rambling rose, right? I think that's how it's called in English. It's wild, and in the winter it's just a straggly mm, oh, branch going up high, 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 vertical. And then suddenly, as soon as the green comes out in spring, it starts arching and becoming, in a way, elegant, before it's like just poking out. So when we develop, when you develop, when I develop, ways of finding out what you're made of, what I'm made of, it is the same way. We poke out a little bit, because to be unique, you're a little different than others. You move yourself free from the influences of your surrounding if you're not in harmony and balance with your surrounding, right? But you're going to look for that. That's why you want to become more who you are. You're sensing that to be in this lushness, like this rose in this garden, surrounded by all different colors of greens from other plants, shrubs, grass, flowers, trees, perennials, annuals. Yeah? That even though they're all so beautiful, for a moment, for a week, for two weeks, 
this rose shows its magnificence and it knows when to do it when it is the perfect time when the weather has the right temperature the nights are warm enough it's not too rainy and they connect themselves to the oneness right because suddenly especially in my area they pop up all around on the same day and begin to blossom so who are the beings the people you want to blossom with at the same time so that's the moment when you go delve in and figure out who you are what you want to bring out and i've spoken about this topic a few times that then we're moving into the energies where we're asked invited you and I and many others, really everyone, to move into our way, to use our language, to use our own movements. And why I'm speaking more is in plural, because somehow we're all asked to do that. And you know, so the time is right. If we all do it together, it's easier because also everyone becomes more relaxed if they notice differences. In a way, they respect a little bit more when someone withdraws a little bit to think, to contemplate, or to try something out. And do you let others give their space or take their space? Do you give it to them? Do we also ask them questions to ponder? Because when we sometimes ask others questions, we start questioning ourselves. And the opposite, right? When we question ourselves, we also ask others if they have similar thoughts about themselves. Or maybe also what the other person sees in me, in you, right? And that is sometimes always a big surprise. <laughs> I don't know, I have to ask you. When we ask someone for something, right? Because we're so in our thoughts, in our own patterns, in our routine of looking at ourselves. I am for sure, maybe <laughs> you as well. That I'm sometimes then surprised what they see, what they answer what they voice and how about you are you surprised then as well or even with someone else ask you to look at them to tell them what you find so beautifully about them that you're noticing suddenly also new things you haven't thought about or you haven't voiced and how joyful it is to voice it to give it a voice because this voice, this spoken word, has impact. It lets the other person relax into themselves, feel seen, understood, in a way also safer in the relationship of the moment, of the conversation. Maybe you don't have a person right there for you, or a friend, a partner, a parent, a child, a colleague, Maybe you want to write a friend or 
nowadays it's so easy, right? We can leave so many voicemails on telephone, computer, all these apps where we can record our voice. I have learned one thing. So many people love to respond and support us in our contemplation. Now in nature, if I look at that rose again, she's not asking so much. But they are so connected to their surrounding. And we have fallen out and we have been so trained over decades, centuries, thousands of years, <laughs> I would even go, right? To become more individual, to move out of a community of doing things together. So this is a way of moving back together in finding a way in a rhythm to be closer to each other again, to feel comfortable not to be alone the whole time, to be comfortable to give space to others when they need it, right? So when the flowers pull in in a few weeks, something to it draws attention of the bees, of the birds, of people, right? My eyes will go then to somewhere else until in the fall when it has the the berries, the red ones. You make a tea out of it, right? It has such, so much vitamin C. And do you support the person then in shining their light in becoming so magnificent for the time they need it. And I think that's where we're moving into as well. And let me know what you think about it. That depending on what culture you're in, right? We're God, we're now almost 70 countries listening to Moving to Oneness podcast. I'm so honored. There was so much jealousy. There was so much pushing another person down that they don't care, become grander or making ourselves smaller because we put others on pedestals. Again, we were trained to put others on pedestals. We were trained to see ourselves small. So I don't have to do this anymore. You don't have to do this anymore. Women don't have to do it anymore. Children don't have to do it anymore. Men don't have to do it anymore. The elderly, right? These pulling apart and segmenting is transitioning into community. Doing things in groups. Being there for each other. Supporting each other. The neighbor, a person we've never met in a store you see it so much on TikTok and all these YouTubers, right? It's surprise support. They give food. There is an urge, a need, a longing that is arising at the moment to be there for others. And the whole younger generation says, we need less. Yeah, we're moving out of the generation, was it maybe in the 50s, if you think about it, especially, okay, I'm a woman, I didn't live in the 50s, but I could feel it still in our parents of my generation. You had to have all these things at home. Your home had to be a perfect, oh, what are those 
dollhouses. Attention was giving and stuff, yeah, because then women wouldn't think, right? They could have been, I'm going to use the word dominant, but you know, I don't want to delve into that. Times have changed and is still changing. We women become more free to express ourselves. But the material is not so interesting anymore. Products, things to put in your house. If they're not medicine for you, right? If they're really a need for you to have. So we're going to move more and more into this. And interesting, the material. So for many of us, spiritual healers, um, the empath, if you want to label them, a sensitive, we're noticing, maybe you're noticing too, I'm noticing it, that our material, the body becomes more important. So what does your body need? As my body needs now. We were talking about what products in the home that we feel comfortable, certain clothing, and even the clothing. I invite you to see if what you put on is really you. Is it expressing the way you want to live? Are you living the way you want to live? Do you want to be wilder? Or maybe you want to be less wild? Do you want to wear clothing that make you look softer? Do you want to wear clothing that looks makes you more, mm, I don't know, more edgy. More colors, less colors. Maybe even different colors. Things have changed and are changing so fast. Take the time. Do the clothes fit to your skin tone? Do they fit to your unique body form? Your haircut? Even the shampoo do you use? Is it giving your, your hair whatever your hair desires? Creams. Do we need so many creams? Maybe there's just one. Go look for it. Find it. Even that should be medicine for you. Are you living where you want to be? Are you doing the job? So all these questions I'm asking you because now it's the time. Are you in the right setting? in the right surrounding, where you feel comfortable, safe, strong, supported, to branch out with this huge long branch and then make this huge arch dominant and then pop all these soft flowers on in rows white to be seen by many. Or the other way around. Have you been seen by so many and you want to be more now alone for a while? Are you able to do that? Maybe you've been a lot on the internet and you want to be less on the internet, so more offline. Are you able to do that? Do you want to be more contemplative and maybe write a book? Or do you want to go more on stages? Do you want to try more cooking or another art do you want to travel? Do you want to learn a new sport? Maybe horseback riding or an instrument, a violin, a guitar, a flute. Maybe you want to play without notes. I mean notes, uh, music notes. 
learn in a way intuitively, right? That flutes was, was thinking about, or a drum, a shamanic, or other instruments where you can figure out your own rhythm and express that through an instrument. Yeah, there's so many things for you to be who you are. I hope I was able to give you some ideas and maybe jot them down. Take a, a notebook, a thin or thick one, whatever you like to have in your hand, a beautiful pencil, a pen, felt pen, or the old-fashioned ink pen, and sit down. Maybe 10 minutes just when you come out of bed or before you go to bed or in the sun, in the shade and write and without judging what you're writing you know, don't look at punctuation or if you're making a spelling mistake just let your hand flow and let ideas arise let other things go out of your life put it onto paper and then maybe in a few weeks, come back and highlight interesting things that you want to contemplate on even more or you want to follow. So you can have a way of getting things out of you and to look at it. Then you'll have your own new perspective on yourself. Let me know if that intuitive writing Oh, there was also a good book by, uh, what was it called? The Artist's Way, where she also spoke about this exercise. Oh, and I did that over 20 years ago. I'm also doing it again. To pull out what is really needed in the future now of me. What is needed of you in the future now? Why am I here on earth? Why are you here on earth? Am I living all of me? Are you living all of you? And what is not mine? And what is mine? That I want to highlight and show more to the world and become comfortable in expressing. So what do you want to get comfortable expressing? So that you can just, again, arch out, poke up, move away for a little bit and be who you are the brilliant magnificent light being bringing me your knowledge the world and making it a more fun adventurous loving planet so have fun exploring i'm mylene your host of the moving to oneness podcast I send a lot of love to you. Bye-bye.